Hello. Yo. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Everything's all good. Okay, good. <laughs> yep, it's a bit strange, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, welcome back, guys, to another podcast. Here we have Finley joining me today, and today's topic is the most dreaded topic, I'd say, and it is talking about the ugly truth about college and the current thing we're going through with COVID nineteen, all of that shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate it. Yeah, I hate, I hate it. Yeah, it is. The amount of work. Let, let, let's start with that. Like, what's going on there? There's, there's a lot. That there is. And they've there's even tried to cut it down to, like, one lesson a week with your teacher or whatever. But I don't see a difference. So they, 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 they say there's a difference. I don't think there is. No, I don't think there is either. It, it's, yeah, it's codswallop. Mm. It's like... Do you I have sociology? I've got two books. Mm. Yeah, um, oh, that's probably with everyone. It's like, well, yeah. I have two geography a week, and that yeah, yeah. those two lessons are like four worksheets. Yeah, so eight, eight in total, and that doesn't include my computing coursework and my game development course, which I just finished. See, I don't get where all this work's coming from. Like before lockdown, I was not getting this much work. Like, they, yeah, they unspeak, unspoken. You know, there was like. I've never seen that much work come through my inbox, but now, yeah, it just, it's out of nowhere. I mean, the teachers as well, like, gosh, the amount of marking that they've got to do, I reckon they're hating it. Yeah. But, I think, honestly, I bet if they could see, they wouldn't do anything. Yeah, 100%. Like, nah, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to yeah, do Definitely some of my teachers are hoping that their college opens up soon because, yeah, yeah it's hard for everyone. Um, definitely the online lessons as well. Like, that's... I'm not learning anything from them. Like, the, the no. truth is, you're not learning. Like, you're not. Like, my, like, online lessons are only to ask if I've been doing the work. I'm like, yeah. Mm. And then they're like, okay, cool, you can go now. <laughs> like, Mine okay. is, like, so we're supposedly meant to be running through things in sociology because there's a lot to do, apparently, and which is why I've got so much work. But I'm just sitting there, and I'm just, I'm not taking it in, but thank God for the booklets because it's got loads of information in it, so I'm learning from the booklets. But before that, I was just clueless, and it, it's it's pointless. It's it's yeah, it's really difficult because no one knows what they're doing, and like with the whole exam situation, my biology exam got cancelled. Thank God for that. But like so many students, there's so much anxiety around exams yeah. and what's going to happen with the grades. Will I pass? Will I fail? It, it's causing a lot. Year, it people won't have learned the won't have been able to learn the entire thing. Yeah, I, mean, I spoke to um a secondary. So you don't have to do his GCSEs, and mm. it's very much a similar situation. But I think they they were quite angry because yeah. effectively they'd been learning all this content, revising all of this, and memorizing things just to find out that it's useless to them and they don't need to do an exam. It's what like you start GCSEs in year nine, so the three years yeah. you're doing things are meaningless. That's mm-hmm. pretty great. And we've just done a whole year of college in lockdown. Like, I don't know how that's effective. It probably isn't. Nothing, nothing's unusual. Nothing will be, nothing will be useful. (laughs) The information has just gone through people. And I think, like, they need to do something about the stress and anxiety around exams as well, especially the unis. They've been way too quiet mm. with the whole situation. Yeah, what like, maybe that's with them? I have no clue. I'm suspecting that they're going to drop grade entries Possibly. and things as such. Well, I'm hoping, but, you know, with the way that unis are, it's a possibility that they probably won't even think about doing that. Yeah. For what? Do you think the great boundaries for us for A levels we drop? Yeah. Oh, I should hope so. But the government doesn't want to. Like they're, they're like, it's probably for having exams next year. They they they're just all for exams. Yeah, but they're doing like they're doing the exams, but I'm the turning it to me later now. They're making it like end of June, yeah, end of June, beginning of July. Yeah, a whole month. Which I think's good because then it gives us more time to consolidate things and Anything we're on shows, we can actually clarify with our teachers and revise it. Yeah. Because 
I thought I was not prepared to be doing exams this time next year. However, that is if there isn't another wave. If there is another wave, we aren't going back to college at all. Like I was reading the news this morning, and then apparently there's like the whole, a new strain of swine flu. But then I carried on reading it. It was like, yeah, it's been around for ten years. Yeah, there's no evidence that it's gonna. Be... Yeah, and everything so is like... lockdown. Everything's like opening again. So things are. Yeah. People are gonna be stupid. Yeah, um, by yeah that, especially with the weather. Like, college will be like, closed. The weather was today. So it could have been good, but you know it's now sunny again and it's hot and people are going to be on the beach and it's going to be crazy. But schools and colleges are opening, yep. which is crazy as well. Like I don't know how that's going to work with our college. Ours isn't ours like opening in September. I believe so. Yeah, that's their thing. But like, how's that going to work? You know, social distancing, etc. I mean, by then it should be a one meter rule, so that make things easy. Maybe it'll be like. You only go in a couple times a week, like you have one yeah. lesson of each subject a week. So they can me, of... I mean, well, some schools are open now. Yeah, my sister's at school right now. Actually, she's doing six hours of RE. Mm. Like, uh, Saint Paul's College part is open. Yeah. I, I don't know about... I think Dorothy Stringers and all that, so the schools around our college, they've opened they've up. Opened which is surprising, because they were the first to lock down at yeah, the beginning of it. Brighton was like the first place to be hit. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, it was like... I was. I remember standing around in biology and like hearing about teachers in there having COVID-19 yeah. and be like, oh, shit. I remember like yeah. hearing people having really bad coughs. I was like... I was, thinking, I was John- sitting excusing. And the first one, it sounded like they were like really bad. I was like, oh, oh no. I changed train carriage because a man coughed. Uh, like, I was just, I was on the train and I heard him cough and I was like, oh god, I'll like, move it. There was I a person just... when I was waiting for the train to go to college, there was a person who was getting yeah. the train that was to Brighton only and they started coughing really bad. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad I'm not getting on that train. I'm so glad. <laughs> Thank God. Um, uh... Bondi meaning Preston Park. Thank God for trains that go to Preston Park. It's only like there's yeah. only two an hour, and they're both delayed by like twenty minutes each time. Oh. Yeah, uh, that's one thing I'm not missing. Like that's the one beautiful thing about lockdown and college right now is the fact that we don't have to wait mm. for the train yeah. when they feel like they're delayed, because it is incredibly annoying sitting around waiting, ending up being late, or sitting on some weird nasty train one time I had to but, go to Brighton and back I had to go to Brighton on a train because all the Preston Park ones were cancelled because uh, you, you end up waiting in Brighton for like a solid 20 minutes yeah. just standing around and like you can't cross the barrier and actually sit down so you're standing in like the weird part mm. it's just yeah I've done that many times it's boring it it's boring. not fun and it's not worth it because I've done that just to go to one lesson and yeah. come home afterwards. Yeah, so I'm not missing the whole travel aspect of it. That's like the one it's... decent part. Mm-hmm. And that hill. I miss that hill. I do miss it, but like I know that the day we go back... The day we go back, we'll dread it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we miss it now, but when we get there and actually look at it, it's going to be a different feeling. I haven't done like much exercise at all since. since I, I haven't started since lockdown happened. So that hill is gonna be fun. Mhm. Yeah, I I know that I'm definitely gonna not be able to walk up that hill as easily as I used to because I, yeah, I have not been out walking for a long time. Like I I don't I think the last time I left my house was when we all met up. Like yeah. literally. Yeah. So I left three times in the entire three months that we've been in lockdown. One thing I do miss is Sainsbury's. I miss Sainsbury's. Yeah, so do I. And like Fridays, I used to go get cookies. Like, it's just the small little luxuries that you had as a freedom, as a college student, that mm. you don't have now. I think I really miss. You do have to go to Sainsbury's now, but I'm not going to. Yeah, I miss, it's, it's not... I miss, I miss some Park Sainsbury's. More I do well. It's it's a small place, but it's a nice little place. Yeah. You know, 
I think I'll just miss the entire like college building and like the entire like college yeah. setting, common room and seeing everyone at lunch times and all that. Like now it's just the same old people, the same four walls. And yeah. it's very morbid. Like people's spirits are low, procrastination is gone through the roof. Procrastination is fun. What are you talking about? It is. It's <laughs> It is because I procrastinate with games and all sorts. And the fact that you have an Xbox and Netflix and things at home now, yeah. when you're doing college work, it doesn't make it easier. It doesn't. Like, I do so much, like, little work on a daily basis at home. But, like, when I was at college, I used to just, I was grinding at college. Yeah. But now, because there's so many other things that I want to do and know I can do, I don't get much done. But that's a difficulty. That's that's a difficulty. What? I've never done homework at home. No, never. Since year seven, I've never done homework at home. I've always done it at school. So I could, if one, it's a space I don't have to, I don't have to think about other things. I can do work without being distracted. But yeah. if I'm stuck, I can go to a teacher and be like, hi, I need help. Help me. Save me. <laughs> and even Take in college, me. I would, I mean, you saw me, I'd just do work. Yeah. Around. And actually, I got I got decent grade, decent grade. I got good grades for that. I got like it. What it was a system that people would find weird, but it worked. Yeah, same. I mean, I was doing well. I wasn't failing anything. Well, I'm not failing anything now, but I'm definitely struggling more. Yeah, like especially I'm with psychology. And falling things. behind on work. Same, yeah. I do it eventually. Mm-hmm. It it gets done at some point. Yeah. But, I mean, but teachers are being nice, though. They are being lenient with deadlines. Like, I think my teacher's given everyone a whole other week with their coursework and hasn't issued a single CFA yet, surprisingly. But she was like, listen, if you don't hand it in by yesterday, you're, you're getting a CFA because it's been, like, six weeks. Yeah. And, it, and then I was like, yo, when I handed it in, I was so happy, like, so satisfied just to find out that there's another piece of coursework just being handed to me. Like, that is the ugly truth of what is going on right now. Because there's no lessons for me, and yeah. my uh, exam's been cancelled. We don't need to know the curriculum anymore. So now it's just assignments back to back. And I mean, no teaching. So you got to Google it all yourself and work you it out. It yeah, it's not pretty. Guess what? My computing is, I, since like in year 11, year 10, I found it really easy. Yeah. College happened and it just disappeared. I did not know anything. Yeah, no, same. So, and when we're doing the coursework, I don't... What we're using isn't something many people will use, so I can't Google it. I have to figure it out on my own, which is hard because I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, no, same. I think that's uh, that's the problem. A lot of students are struggling. Like, I was in an online meeting, and one of the students turned around and went, well, listen, I don't think I'm learning anything. I'm probably going to fail. Because mm. everyone's feeling that at the moment, and everyone's been feeling that for, like, the past three months that we've been in lockdown. I mean... I'd say the beginning was the hardest, like the, the first month. Yeah. It was the, probably the most, it was a bit strange. So the first few weeks, it was like, oh, you know, this is great. You know, I'm at home, I'm chilling, I'm in my own environment. Then it got to like the end of the first month. And that's when all like the depression hit. And everyone was yeah. like, I can't do this. And then the end of the second month, people were like, okay, this needs to end. I'm fed up now. Now it's normal. And it's going to feel extremely strange. When we have to go back, like we've just accepted this is our life now, and it just feels natural, it's which like, is the scary part of it. We've also accepted that we don't do much work anymore. It's going to just be oh. a, like a, it's going to be different than we have to do work in like a structured and time limited environment. Yeah, and in a classroom as well. Like I, I, I think I keep on thinking. The one thing I keep on thinking is it's going to be weird to sit on a chair. Yeah. I, I've done all my work on my bed and in my bedroom. Like, I don't know what it's like to sit on a plastic chair. I do all my, I do all my work on my desk chair, which is a cushiony one. Because I think it's yeah. a plastic one. So you're all right. You've got like a fair kind of similar set in me. I don't have a desk. I've literally got a sofa in my room and a beanbag. It's the least productive working environment you probably I'm ever laid eyes on. Working on a beanbag would be lit. <laughs> my room looks more like a therapy session room. I can't I can't fit a beanbag on see I got lucky my parents built uh they done the lock conversion and somehow it ended up being given to me 
despite me having a nice size bedroom anyway. But I mean, I wasn't complaining, you know, if you're going to offer me a lock conversion, I'll take it. But we kind of turned it into the least productive room in the house. So, you know, yeah. my dad keeps on saying, you know, when you move out, I want to, I want to make it into an arcade room. And I'm like me moving out. We, we all know that's not going to happen. Have you seen living costs? <laughs> God, life is a shooting right now. Like, we are screwed. Yeah, <laughs> we really are. We really are. Like, especially with unis, man. Yeah. You know, pe- like money has been cut. People are only getting 8% of their wages. And then you, they want us to go to uni, you know. So some parents that were originally going to be able to pay for people's unis are now going to struggle with paying for that. Some unis are going to be lowering their boundaries. Some you won't even bother. Like, I know Oxford and Cambridge and, like, big universities like that are like, no, fuck you. We're not doing that. If you're that smart, you don't need to be taught. But I'm lucky because, you know, never in a million years would you ever catch me going to Oxford or Cambridge. Yeah. Even if I was smart, go, I, I can't. They wear uniform. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Do they think they're too good for us? It, it, it's freaking university and they're wearing uniforms. I think that, that scares me. That that legit scares me. I don't know where I want to think go about them. I don't. I that's yeah. That's another thing. I haven't even started looking, and I know so many people have just not bothered. Like, obviously, you got the IB students. No offense to any IB students listening, but you guys are like the elite in bonding. You know, like brain wise and organization wise, the the IB students. I wonder if they're like, struggling. They are massively. Mm. I'd say. I think I need to get an IB student on here because their timetable is massively different to ours. Yeah. Like, they're literally on a full day's work every day. So, like, the amount of work that they are getting surely is is enormous. Because I've, I've... They have to take English, science, maths, or they have to switch science out for something else. But they're effectively doing six hours a, a day, every day. They're doing secondary school, but advanced. Basically, yeah. And I, my, well, my, I know what the secondary school timetable is like, and it's a pain in the ass. Like my sister, she's working on weekends. Like mm. I'm lucky enough to get my work done before like the weekend, but she has, she works on the weekends and has to work through her weekends. That's how much work they're setting. Yeah, students, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't think they're taking into account mental health. They definitely don't. Like Vondine has tried to. In the sense of, yeah, we're reducing your lessons down to one a week and reducing the amount of work teachers set you. But let's be honest, what else are teachers doing apart from just trying to give us less work? Oh, two of my teachers have said, if we need to, we can just hand the work in summer. They don't really care. As long as we do it before second year, they're like, whatever, as long as it's done. See, that's the thing. I don't want any work during summer. They're still sitting summer work. With the amount of work that they've set us during lockdown, they're like, yeah, by the way, we're still giving you summer work. Like, sociology's giving me a book review to do. Mm. And I've got a, an essay that I have to choose from. Like, how lucky am I? I get to choose which pain I'm going to inflict on myself. It's, yeah, I don't, they're, not, they're not taking into consideration no. things like that. It, it, I think they need to, and they need to kind of say, look, because the amount of work you're doing, we're not going to give you some work, because one, that's just not logical and it's not fair. Like, You've done so much already, why would we give you some work? They, they keep saying, oh, we understand the current situation you're in. They, I don't think they do. They don't. They're just saying that so we don't end up killing ourselves. Mm. Remember, I got like, a, 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 in the beginning of April, or beginning of May, mm. I got an email from Vardine saying like oh you haven't been doing your work and stuff I'm like excuse me if I have and it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just because I got two CFAs back to back and just because my, te- right. my teacher forgot to like say I've actually done the work he, he just forgot to like mark oh yeah he's done it he's fine Damn. So someone in like the I don't know what part of the school they're in but like they're like oh yeah have you been yeah, are you okay you haven't been doing the work and I'm like no I'm Doing the work, I'm doing fine. It's getting done. I don't know what you're on about. It's getting done. Yeah, I might be a bit late. CFAs, but my teacher was like, she emailed me and she's like, "Uh, have you um, 
can you send me your work? Because I just didn't bother sending it to her because she she was setting deadlines for like the coursework. Yeah. And quite frankly, I'm like she set like loads of little ones. I wasn't gonna hand it in every time she's asked for it. One said another time, and two I have other subjects, so I wasn't gonna do my coursework on certain days because I had other things to do, and so I just basically didn't send it to her. But I'm see, I never thought I liked this teacher, and I thought she hated me, and I didn't really get along with her. But it turns out she didn't care. Because apparently I'm like the golden student right now. Like I'm one of the only students that's been handing yeah. their working on time, even though I'm not. So I'm getting more leniency than the others. Because I actually yeah. handed in coursework on time. But the others have handed it in like a week late. So the tables have really turned with that teacher. See, like, yeah, it's amazing. With me, in one of my geography classes, it's, I'm also kind of like the golden silver like i maybe say silver child because i'm not like i'm not like, like super great but like she's like you're doing all the work you're doing good like all the work i do yeah. is good quality but it's like i'm a bit i'm a bit late she's like honestly you're doing the work and that's a good thing so i'm like i'm thinking mm-hmm. are people just not doing the work in my class and, yeah they're, and, even they're though, def- and even though i'm like handing in like a week like a, four, a few days late she's like you're like one of the ones who are actually doing the work I'm like what yeah, there there are definitely two groups. I I think I don't know. I I've noticed two groups. It's probably more than just two. You can't mm. narrow it down to that. But there's definitely the group of people that just haven't bothered to even try and do their work, and the group that are struggling to do it, such as ourselves, and handing it in a bit late. Yeah. Um, it backfired on those people that haven't been doing their work because when colleges reopened earlier this week, um, month. They were told it's open for students that haven't been doing their work. So they're literally getting pulled in. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's crazy because then you, you've got to do more than what you would want to because it's supervised. You know, you've got to sit there and I don't think you can leave when you want. I think they've the given you hours. You can't leave unless you've done this. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of glad that I did not end up in that situation because, yeah, I, I, I would get less done. Yeah. If I'm being told to do it, because I'd look at it and just stress out and it'd just melt. I think with that, it, though, I guess it's like they can also get help if they need to. Just, yeah. The, the, one, the one benefit. Yeah, I think that that's the main purpose of it was to kind of support students, which is good. I know, like, there's, um, there was a, they opened it up for students that are struggling. So for well being, said so a well being area was opened, but I don't see how they can fit many people in there because it is quite small. Yeah. But I can imagine, excuse me, I can imagine not a lot of students would be going there anyway because they're probably anxious to leave their house. Yeah. You know, and... especially people who are like asking us to actually get transport to go there. Yeah, and that's no, another problem. No, none of us will be going. No, yeah. That, I mean, the majority of students get a bus or yeah. a train to go to Vonding just because of the location of it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I think they made it optional to come yeah. in. Like, I think, if I think they said, even if we open up in September, yeah, if there's still the outbreak, then it's optional for you to come back. It's optional for people who have to like travel a certain distance, yeah. They said, and if you have to walk or if you cycle or whatever, you're coming back. There's there's no option for you, but public transport students get a choice. And I'm not going back if I'm not getting on a train until this pandemic's over. I'm also. Probably not gonna do that. I'm probably just gonna stay here. Yeah, cause like, there's no way that they're gonna be able to distance us. No way. Like, like with the one-way system that they've implemented, with the amount of students that I see on a daily, and the size of the corridors, I don't see how it's possible. And that's why I probably, I'm assuming they're probably gonna do a, a thing like I only come in like this day. Yeah. And you only come in, yeah, one lesson. One lesson a day. How many students could you fill? My psychology teacher was saying, if you look at our psychology room, that it's impossible to fit like more than six people two meters apart in that room. Yeah. You know. I I mean, I'll be interested to see how they do it, but I'm not sure how it's going to go. My computing and like uh, IT room, they use computers, which will have to disinfect every time, every time a class is over. Yeah, and also you mm-hmm. can't you can't like they all you sit next to each other. You can't really distance yourself. There's not no, enough, exactly. there's not enough computers. Yeah. But that's the same with the library and yeah. the IT yeah. suite. 
I mean, yeah, you probably you'd have to you lose about two computers in between every computer to socially distance. But then having to wipe it down and disinfect it all after using it, I don't think there's going to be enough. Like, theoretically, if you have to do that for at least a couple of months, that's going to cost you way too much in cleaning products. That's going to cost a lot. Because yeah, they're, they're not cheap, especially with this virus. Capitalists are like, yeah, let's capitalize off this and make it expensive. Yeah, the capitalists are dying. We're losing money. Everyone's losing money. Yeah, the economy is falling, which is why they're trying to open up things. But I think they've given up with that idea, to be fair. They've calmed down. They've, they've realized that it's not the virus is going down, but slowly. No, it's know. going back up, apparently. Is it going back up? Well, I mean, Leicester's, pretty cl- Leicester's been closed again completely. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the point, because they were the first to, like, fully reopen. They were the first to fully open, and then they're fully closed again. Like, it's yeah. complete. Now, that's the thing that they're doing now, so it's if it's by city. Mm-hmm. So if, like, a city gets it, the, the city's the only thing that gets closed, unless it spreads out to, like, to say Brighton gets it. At first, yeah. only Brighton will be closed. But if Manhattan gets it, all of all of Sussex will be closed. Yeah, because it's, yeah, it's a district and people tend to travel through that. It's, it's like they're doing it so not everywhere's being closed. I still think they should have been smart. I mean, like, oh, yeah. For the first 14 days, everyone stays inside. No one leaves unless they get food. Then after 14 days, if you aren't ill, you can leave. You don't, you don't get ill because no one outside is ill. Yeah, after seven point. days, if, you feel in, if you're feeling ill after the first 14 days and you're feeling fine after the seven days, you can also go because you're in a cold or something. And then just kind of start whittling it down slowly. But no, they're like, okay, we're going to do nothing, then everything. Yeah. See that that's that's the thing, isn't it? Logically, you'd think that if everyone, like every single person, stayed indoors for fourteen days, surely the virus would be eradicated. But no, people are stupid. People, but stupid. I suppose if there's a source, it could keep coming from the source. Well, the source is people. Yeah. It can't, it can't spread in it. It's not like it's not an airborne. It's not waterborne. No. It it, it can't just appear. It has to be from the person. Like human, human contact and like sweat and spit and saliva. So, and yeah, anything. that's the most common way that it's coming. And I think that's the only way. Like, you can't. Like, obviously, like, if someone too has it touches like a railing and you touch the railing, you could get it because of. Yeah, it can live on the surface of your skin for a little bit and your clothes. Yeah. And then there was the paranoia behind, oh, my package is going to be infected with COVID-19. And I, I, I thought people were stupid for thinking that at the beginning because obviously it's not going to because so many reasons, you I mean, know. My, my controller's from China. I didn't get, I didn't get infected. Yeah, I, I've got a package this morning from Israel. So, you know, <laughs> that's travelled quite a long way. So I highly doubt that if it was going to be transmitted with um, COVID nineteen postal services would have shut down. Yeah, but you know, they're they're a big spreader because of the planes and everything like that. And I think people are getting a bit brave. Like the other day, there was a postman that literally was holding a package and he tried to give it to me, and I was just like two meters away trying to lean in and grab it. I was like, you're like, like excuse me. Yeah, like, yeah. Is, where's the logic, bro? Like, come on, fam. Can you not? And the boiler man. We had a boiler man come round mm. and I opened the door then ran backwards. <laughs> like, people just, I think they're losing the sense of let's distance because they think the numbers are going down. But then, guess what? The numbers went up because you all stopped distancing. You know, I was always in the in the group, in the group, like, trying to thought that the military should have been given more power. Yeah. Allow them to, I don't know, and have authority and make sure people stay inside. Mm-hmm. You've done um, necessary. Yeah, it's restrictive of our rights, but clearly we've shown that we need to be put under martial law because we can't follow the damn rules because everyone's too fascinated by the beaches. Like, what are people from London doing traveling all the way to Brighton? Like, how thick are you? Like, beaches like, are going to exist afterwards. Thick. Beaches are going to still be here when the, when the lockdown's over. It's not like beaches are going to disappear. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're going to be here. You're not going to, like... The sunshine's not going to disappear and never come back. And this no, isn't my it, life. It might. It might. Just your fiddly. 
<laughs> I doubt the earth is going to blow up by 2021. Yes, it, uh, it has to. It has to end with a bang. <laughs> it must. Maybe it's going to be a firework. It might be a firework. It's going to be a... I'm telling you, it's going to be a nuke. Hell yeah. Big firework. Especially with the way Donald... Yeah, yeah, big firework. Especially with the way Donald Trump's going. If he gets re-elected, which he won't, hopefully. But there, if he gets re-elected, there's going to be a war between America and Britain. I'm calling it. And other, and other countries. Because the man's brought the entire supply of one of the two drugs. Yeah. Like, the entire supply. He's not the only country, you know. And you know what the worst bit is? They make people pay for healthcare. Yeah. So you've bought a drug, which you're then going to sell double what you've just paid. So you And half of your population that actually need it aren't going to be able to use it. So your statistics of black ethnic minority people dying is going to be the same. Because the only reason why they're dying is not because that there's a higher chance that we get it and there's a 5% more chance that we die from it. It's because you guys are racist and put them in poverty and they can't afford the healthcare. Simple as that. I mean, what's the point of, like, private healthcare? It's not... I mean, granted, it's probably just because we're in Britain and public healthcare is a thing we have. Yeah. I mean, I just don't get it. It's like, what? What's the gain from it? Money. I mean, granted, this NHS is very low money. It has no money. That's yeah, down, that's the downside. People live. Yeah, I mean the whole point of private healthcare is you, you, the people that go into private healthcare are in it for the money. They're not here to help people. That's how I see it. Because a private healthcare doctor to an NHS doctor, it, they're earning triple what the the NHS is earning, yeah. just because they're private. You know, and it doesn't require different qualifications. It doesn't require any other kind of skill. It requires the same skill. It's just your private. And I think it's good. I think it's good to have both private and a public because sometimes it's public people say, look, we can't offer actually give you what you need here because we don't have the money for the equipment, but the private services do. Yeah. And so I think it's good to have that kind of balance, but America's just got the one. And I we think that's both, where they've we? gone wrong. Do they? Have both. We have, we have, I think we have both. Like you can get private healthcare here. We have- because yeah, yeah, obviously, because obviously, people want free ones. Yeah, free is better. Well, it's hard to make business out of it. I think there's more like spinal yeah. stuff, not spinal stuff, like more stuff to do with your bones and your brain and all of that. Yeah, private. Because like they, the te- they have the technology, yeah. the money. Exactly, and that's the more sophisticated and more complicated surgeries. But simple things like a broken leg, I doubt you'll find a, a service that's private for that. You know, because they just know that they're not going to make money from it. The one thing we don't have is obviously insurance. If we get injured in another country, it pay costs a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. America has that. That's the. That's the. Well, if they pay insurance, then they get free healthcare. But like the insurance yeah. is ridiculous. Man. Like it's ridiculous. I think it's cheaper in Canada, which is why, which is why I don't get why a lot of Canadians sometimes move to America and big places in America. Like I don't get that. You've moved. It's cheaper area to an expensive area. Like, where's the logic in that? Usually when people move, it's for a benefit, you know? And I don't see the benefit of moving from nice, lovely kind of area full of it's, lovely people. I think to a job. There's probably more job security in America compared yeah. to Canada. Probably, yeah, the whole American dream. I'm surprised I still yeah, running. Canada's pretty, I want to go to Canada. I want to travel to Canada. Canada would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'd love to go to Canada just to try Tim Hortons, mate. Mm. That I like, I've seen so much about it. It looks great, you know. It just donuts and coffee in one place. It's very rare you see that in England, a, a coffee shop with donuts. We don't you know? have any. Of it's those. either coffee and cake or we've got donuts. Donuts. Interesting. I mean, it's the one. Like obviously, we have like Brighton and the Pier, the one place. Well, yeah, because that's a tourist yeah. place, isn't it? I think muffins is what we get. We get a lot of muffins everywhere. Muffins. That's Blueberry muffins, chocolate chip muffins, cranberry muffins, you name it. It's probably a muffin of it. Obviously. <laughs> you can't be, you can't be British without fish and chips. 
Oh, you can't be. Although our national meal or whatever it's called is actually a flipping um, chicken korma. Is it? Oh no, it is. Yeah, yeah. So, it is. The Britain's favorite meal is a chicken korma, <laughs> which is a British curry. Yeah. You know, but I don't like curry, well, so I ask the most like curries that we eat are like British. colonial curry. Yeah. Definitely. We made it I mean, so we could eat it because it's like less spicy, less, yeah. less stuff that we wouldn't eat. I mean, a lot of dishes are colonial. Like, there's a Turkish dish that I eat that we call it traditional Turkish food. A lot of the Turkish food that we eat is made from pasta. That that could not have happened without the Italians. Yeah. You know. You know, so like years and years ago, the Turks were not definitely, they're definitely not eating that. I'm pretty sure Turkish people and people in like Africa and Egypt, we were just living off of flipping bread and fish. Because that's what that country could habitate. It was too hot to grow anything else. We, did, we probably had more fruits, but nothing to do with flour because it's too hot for the crop. Yeah. It would have dehydrated too quickly. And then you had the potato in America. I can't believe that's an American thing. Whenever you go around Iceland or whatever, you see on a potato package British potatoes. Irish. <laughs> Which Irish. Irish. I know. I, who, I think that was... They, Ireland never, never had potatoes until they brought them over. And then for some reason, they turned themselves into potato farmers. <laughs> I don't understand. Colonialism is... It's, it's crazy. I think it's hilarious, though, how, like, when Britain was going over to America and colonizing it, I think it's amazing how, like, they had all these tribes. Like, it was originally ruled by tribes, which I think is cool. You know, they should have left it as that. They, that land is sacred. You know, they, they should have left it. Like, at least here, there was rule and order, and in France, there was law and order. <laughs> but the fact <laughs> that America had left it as tribes. French Revolution was like, yeah, hi. <laughs> well, yeah, after the French Revolution, there was a, a law and order. Spain wanted to take over Britain because they were just a bunch of angry men. And then the Netherlands was like, hey, we'll do whatever we can do to get more land because we're tiny. Yeah. So they tried to take over Britain and they would have had us. We could have been speaking Spanish for a period of time and then we would have been speaking German if the Nazis had taken us over. But if it wasn't for the weather. <laughs> The weather seems to be a reoccurring thing. Like, one of the many reasons why the Germans lost was because the Russians had the upper hand. Yep. Because the Germans came over from when the reinforcements had, they were in a hot country. I think they were in, I can't remember, like probably Turkey or whatever. And they've come over to Russia in the winter. Yeah. And so they're wearing shorts and t shirts. And so half of them froze to death. And Russians fell on, fell on snow gear. It's yeah. like high. And then the French, as much as we slag off their army, they had massive guns under the sewers. Somehow they managed to put weapons inside their sewers. Yeah. So we had the French. And we had both from that. We, we had, had both. both. I think Britain stole everything from everyone. We had boats. We yeah. filled the channel with just a bunch of boats. Like yeah, hi. We, we have these things that will make the economy. Spitfire. You also had the Spitfire. I'm pretty sure the German Air Force was better than ours originally. Yeah, they had the Messerschmitt, or whatever yeah. you call it. Like Originally, the German Air Force was better than ours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they would have first developed machine guns yeah. on their, on their yeah. guns. Because in World War One, you'd have a pistol and a brick, and you'd throw your brick out the window, apparently. Which I thought was absolutely pointless. What would that right. be? I'm just oh. It yeah, just like, I hope it lands on a German's head. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure it'd knock him out because his helmet would have saved. Because yeah. trying to stop a bullet, you know. I mean, as well. I mean, although the Germans had the better air force, we have the best navy. Yeah. And we had the be- we had the best tank in World War One. Yeah. And the Germans. So the, the actual original, so I learned, well, we, we both learned some World War and Battlefield 1. I actually Googled it. It turns out the tank was real. It's based on a true story. They, the Germans managed to catch one of our versions of that tank. And you know what they did? They took it for parts. Yeah. They didn't take the design or anything like that. They took it for parts. But then the irony behind it was 
it was a German engineer that actually helped us design those tanks. Oh. Yeah, he came over to the British, and he, he, I think, in order to like not get done as a Nazi, he just he built us these massive tanks. That's nice. It's the Black Buffer. Yeah, it was a German. It was a German design. How the world works. But my dad always, he always tells me, like, the armaments is, like, that's the whole thing, isn't it? Like, when America and Britain are fighting, it's always one man that sold you your weapons. Like, maybe different weapons, but they come from the same factory. Yeah. Uh, it's just one guy making money off wars. It's capitalism. It's ridiculous. It's Yeah, exactly. And it's the same with your nukes. Yeah. You know, North, North Korea, Russia, America, England, France, China, whoever... They've all probably got their nukes from the same place. They even have because there's only so little, yeah, there's only so little uranium. Yeah, there's not much. There's not no. Thank God for that because we don't need more of it because clearly they're using it for the wrong thing. They're all right. Wait, like, uranium. You could harvest. I'm sure you could harvest it in some sort of way. They tried. Mean more. At least they tried to use it for power. It didn't really work. They, I think they used they used something else in nuclear power plants now. Because uranium is right. too unstable, I think. Canada is 89% or either 98% running on nuclear energy. Yeah. They don't use any fossil fuels or anything like that. Which is why I don't get why everyone in Canada is like, yo, guys, we should drive electric cars. You're literally on nuclear energy. The, the, like, not the cleanest, but the second cleanest form of energy we have. Yeah. You guys can afford to use petrol. <laughs> it's it's okay to use petrol out there. It's America that needs to not use petrol. I think a lot of it, I mean, to be fair, we're trying now. We we have a lot of we, we have a lot of wind and water, yeah. and we've got hybrid cars. We haven't gone fully electric because obvious reasons. There's not a lot of sun in our country. Yeah, we don't have that. <laughs> but yeah, we don't we don't have the luxury of the same reason, a lot. Of we sun don't use solar access that much. No, we don't. Yeah. A lot of wind turbines, though. There's new wind farms in Brighton yep. Beach, but there's only so many they're going to be able to put out there because, you know, fish and all of that. And it does kind of look ugly. The birds are going to die. Yeah, the birds are going to be ugly. Yeah, that, it is a risk for birds. But there, there's a lot of nuclear. We have, we have a lot of nuclear power plants. I've been to one. It was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I remember, yeah, you went on a trip to one, actually. That's pretty cool. It's the one in, like, Dungeness, like, Sam, like, Devonway. Not Devonway. Doverway. Alright. Yeah, I've, I've, I've never actually so, seen one. I've, I've seen Simpsons, but never... A lot of them are closing and, down because of the, like, yeah. because of the what they use as fuel is running out, is, like, degrading. So they're like, okay, to make sure it doesn't blow up, we're going to close it. Yeah, they need to shut that out. We don't want another Chernobyl. Mm. They're, apparently they might, they're, they're, they might be to be making a few more, not as many. Because a lot of them are made, like, I think the 1980s, 1990s. Yeah. And now they're like, okay, we're going to have like a bit less. Yeah, that is a bit crazy. I've been all of this source of energy. Well, apparently, Poland thingy's meant to be, it's meant to be disappeared by 2030, isn't it? It was. Well, we've, we've only supposedly got nine years left of oil There's and coal. No yeah. Well, for now, yeah. Yeah, for now, because we haven't found another obviously, obviously, like, coal and oil happened when things die and just start being. Like when things die, they like sink to the bottom of the earth, and, like good dirt, yeah. and then, like build some of it, crushing it, and then causing it to become oil. So it's gonna happen. Gonna... Yeah, like it's non-fine. It's like it's, it's it runs out, but eventually come back. Yeah, it will eventually. When when we're all dead, and half the population's disappeared, yep. you know it will come back. But oh god, I know Vandine has loads of solar panels on their roof, yeah. and they got a few wind things which is good because that's a big building there's like a thing on the front of the like a wind turbine at the front of the building does it do a thing is it just visible i don't know yeah they've never turned it on they, they've not it's crazy because i've always wondered is it gonna move one day are we just gonna come into college and see that wind turbine moving Will we will we see our college utilize resources? Oh God! <laughs> we can hear your brother region in the background. Yeah, and I can't. 
start him up. <laughs> it's okay, man. I it's okay. Cry. <laughs> Guys, donate one pound to save Finley and buy him a new room. I can't. Text. No, what, Go no, fuck. How am I going to get a new room? Leave, leave the uni. <laughs> yeah, um, when you go the day you go to uni, if you go to uni, I want to go to uni. I mean, I think everyone does at this like, point, man. They've spent months. I like. I want to go, but one, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah, Two, don't know where I want to go. Yeah. I want to cry. Oh, it's okay, man. Everyone's in the same boat. No one knows. Like, I, the amount of people I speak to in college, and they're like, "Yeah, I want to go to uni, but I don't know what I'll take." Yeah. Because it's a decision, you know. You're effectively as soon as you go there, you're working towards an undergraduate and something. Yeah. You know, you're going to pay nine grand a year for a degree and something. Like, you want to make sure you're going to use it. Like, I originally, in like, ever since year nine, I was like, okay, I want to do computer science in uni. Because I was, yeah. I thought I was good at that, thought I wanted, so I wanted, that's what I wanted to do. Then college happened. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> never mind. Sh- I do not like this. And like, I mean, like, ever, since, ever since like, Year six, I've always been like media be something I like to, I like like film and media and all that stuff. But it's like I never really knew if I wanted to do that. And then college was yeah. like, oh, maybe I do want to do that. Maybe I maybe I did. Never mind I can't it's like, oh well I can't do that now because I'm not taking it. Yeah, I mean I think I, I was quite lucky in the sense that I knew I wanted to do psychology from quite a young age. Yeah. And so I've been lucky in knowing where I want to go and what I want to do. But uh, it's probably the only thing that I know what I want to do in my life. <laughs> I've been because all I know is what I want to do when I'm older. No, I've been back that, and that's forth. That's about it. Like, that's a... in year five, I started doing the drama thing outside of school. And oh, I, did right, until, yeah. I did that until like, the beginning of year 11 when I stopped so I could you know, focus on exams. And honestly, it was getting like pretty bad. They were, like, they were doing things that no one really wanted to do. And they weren't really listening to what we wanted like. They wanted to do this, um, like, interactive murder mystery, which the idea sounds really cool. It's like, yeah. you, it starts off with everyone, all the audience sitting where they're meant to sit. Ah! I wanna, yeah. And then, like, it would start being an act, start the action would start, and they'd think it was normal. And then yeah. it would suddenly be, okay, now you're following two groups. The main, the actors, who are, like, who are acts like, Half the cast are playing actual actors, pretending to be like actors in a uh, theatre. The other half yeah. are like the crew. So okay. the actors will take half the audience to go to the like dressing rooms, and there'll be like yeah. dialogue there. Because like I think the story was one of the like, the lead actress was murdered. Okay. And then the crew would go to the bar because there'd also someone be playing the detective, and then like the yeah. audience would help, would kind of just be along with them. And like then the the audience would find out at the end who the murderer was. And like, yeah, cool concept, cool idea. Yeah, the, I like the, that. The theatre's too small. Wouldn't work. Oh. Wouldn't work. Like, what? We'd be able to fit probably about like like a quarter of the entire audience in the bar. And I wanted to put yeah. half of it in the bar. Wouldn't work. Going backstage is cl- is like full of like props and stuff and stuff that mm-hmm. fades and past things. And when and uh, it'll be really tight to fit half the audience in there and going up the stairs to the uh, dressing rooms is very dangerous because it's very very thin very narrow yeah and also people who are like have like uh, crutches or wheelchair won't be able to get up there yeah it's inaccessible and so people we were like okay yeah idea's cool how about we just don't make it interactive and just make it a normal thing like no interactive would be cool yeah, and then a lot, oh, of people, a lot of people left. A lot of people left. From school, I can imagine why. Yeah, because you you set yourself up with such a brilliant idea, and yeah. then it's a bit disappointing. Like, it also changed multiple times. It was like right. people like kept changing their like um role. I was the last person to get a role, because they Fuck. were like they were like okay, we don't know what to do with you. I'm like right, and they're like okay, how about you pick? I was like okay, I want to be in crew, and right. you have no you have no like because obviously there's a sound. Bit at the back. I was like, "What if yeah. I just, what if I just stay behind there and pretend to be the sound, pretend to be like the sound and lighting uh, person?" They're like, "Okay, cool. What do you want?" Because it's also set in like saying like just after World War Two. It was like set. Oh, yeah, it's just after World War Two. 
and I was going to be with my thing was I was a veteran but like a young one so like I I think my story was because I think the whole thing was everyone in the cast and crew had like like the the person who was murdered had something against them had like like they had like evidence that like showed they weren't who they said they were yeah so with mine was I was actually when I joined the army I was only 16 which was meant to be 18 okay and I lied saying oh and then I basically might on my all my the records after that, I'm two years older than I and I than I should be. Yeah, I was like, I said, if it was, my thing was, I joined when I was 16, and that was in 1943. I then, yeah, when 9.5 happened, I was 18, and then I was when the the the, the plot started, I was 19, but I said what? I was I said I was 21. <laughs> And the the actress found out, and that would kind of be my motive for killing them. Oh, damn. like she was like, okay, well, I'll tell everyone that you're younger. But my thing was, I was actually the, I was like, the, I was the one of the first people to be proven innocent. I was like, I just because my thing is, I have like my thing was, I have PTSD, anxiety because I always saw a lot of people die. I was like, I don't. Uh... And I have a limp, and I was like, my thing was, I'd always have a limp because I got shot in the leg. And it's like that's that's a cool, that's a cool little idea. Uh, it was like, and the, I, that was like one of the only. I was one of the only people that got full creative freedom of who I would be. Yeah. Other people were kind of just given theirs and I'm like, okay, cool. Then everyone left because no one liked it. That's, that's fine. But like, so when I was younger, I was like, oh, I want to work in acting or like production at least. So like either backstage and film or product or just stuff and stuff like that. Then I was like, okay, never mind. If I was, if I wanted to be an actor, I'd have to be in acting school by the age of like 13. Yeah. And I'm and I I don't really want to be in backstage either because I can't be bothered. Yeah, no, it's difficult, and, and I think about probably two, three people that actually go into an acting university or an acting school. Yeah, actually come out passing because it's extremely hard. Yeah, and then I was like, hey, maybe I should do, do media or something instead. And I was like, cause that's kind of a middle ground. And I've always had yeah. that in the back. I had that in the back of my mind. But then I was like, okay, no, computing. I'm I like technology. I'm good with computers. I know how to build computers. I know how, to, I know how computers work. I know some stuff about programming, not much, not now at least. But I was like, okay, I can do that. And I kind of focused so hard on that, I kind of just kind of screwed myself over. I'm like, oh, I now have no idea where I want to go, what I want to do. The one thing I kind of have is geography now, but like with geography, in uni they're split in two in two sections. There's so, human and social geography and there's physical geography. I'm not, like, good at solely one of them. It's like, there's half of, like, physical I'm good at, half of social I'm good at. But the yeah. other half I hate. Like, in social, in social geography, I'm, like, I'm really good at, like, development and globalisation and the, the connections between countries. But in, in, um, in, in but then I also, I don't like urbanisation, the rural urban change stuff between those two places and yeah. then but in physical geography it's like i really like weather and like like natural disasters and volcanoes earthquakes how to how to reduce the effects of those how to prevent the effects of those how to see when they're happening and like how to like look at weather and like in, like the environment and stuff like and then also i really dislike water like i hate learning about oceans and rivers they're really boring yeah they are they're so boring what you can do is you can look at the so using your free subjects that you take is you can look at what uni courses look at what so you can look at so you every uni course a levels yeah so you can look at what your specific a levels what courses they correlate to because you'll find there's way more than you're aware of and you can just kind of do research on that and then you never know you might see a course that you sound interested in or whatever because thing um Uni oh. things that aren't available in college that are new that you could start. There was a thing I had to do in Tutor once, and that was worked for unis, and it was what courses would be good for you in, in, in uni. And the, the top three things I got was first thing, media. I was like, course it is. Course it is. <laughs> Second thing was just geography, which is a kind of broad umbrella term because obviously there's different sub levels. There's like geography, yeah. ge- there's human geography, physical geography, geology. Environmental sustainability, and then the third thing was I think I think journalism. I guess I don't take English. I mean, right? gynecology. I don't take English, but I mean, cool. 
Yeah. No, I got given gynecologist. I was that was tacky. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, man. I was like, I'm not sure about that, man. I'm not sure about that. And I got like bioscientist. I got some weird, strange ones. I did. Like, really strange ones. I think they, none of it was acting, thank God for that, because I just do that as a hobby. If I got mm. told to do that as a career, I don't know what I'd say. Like, I used to want to, but... Yeah. I don't know, I had bigger plans than to probably end up going into an acting thing than end up failing, because that's what happens to most people. Like, because acting, you've got to know someone if you want to go yeah. big, Yeah, you know? Like, yeah. that. in the old days, I was, people like Will Smith, they got lucky, because they used to literally pick you off the street and ask you to be in a film. Yeah, you know, like they, they, they. That's what he legit did to Will Smith. Like he was a small time rapper beforehand, I think. And they yeah, were like, "Yeah, you just do the Fresh Prince of Bel Air." And then he made a, a, his friend's career because they were like, "Yo, we need we need an extra. Do you know anyone that would be happy to do it?" He's gone round to his friend, "Yo, they need you to do something." She said, "Yes." Turns out after the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, what have they done? They're both famous. Yeah, you know? it's just lucky. That's all. Career is inactive is you know you like you can be one of the amazing, most amazing actors. So you but look at WWE wrestler and he made it into acting. Now he's got his own tequila company and he's got a gym and he's flipping minted. <laughs> you know, all because of luck. It's about who you know, think... not what you know. The one I think the one thing now is like obviously YouTube's a thing, so it's like oh, if you want to be acting, just. If you're really good at acting, make videos on YouTube of you acting, and yeah. someone might find it eventually. Who knows? That's how like a. You know, that's like a strange thing. It's like a whole new reality TV now. That well, mm. I remember when YouTube was smaller, it was just people like PewDiePie doing Minecraft videos, or people doing Lego videos, and just gaming playthroughs. And now you've got massive groups like the one, um, Team Ten. You know, flipping yeah. the side. It's just like, where the hell do they come from? Like, out of nowhere. These guys have just come out of nowhere. But I like it. I mean, I think YouTube's a great thing. But I'm not sure how I feel about it being a career thing. Yeah. You know? And one of the things is, like, I might, I, I might, like, do it in, like, if I go to uni, I might be like, okay, I might just do this as, like, a pastime. Like, kind of like, yeah. as a hobby. It's like, oh, I'm just going to start making stuff just because I can just have, like, downtime in between courses and stuff. And if, yeah, it, exactly. and if it goes really well, I might consider doing it. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, if I was to ever get famous on YouTube or whatever, I'd do it alongside my job. Yeah, yeah. Like, I would never do that as a career because it's unreliable. It's based on how many people are watching you mm. and all that. But with your job, you know, if you're working for someone else, then you're always getting paid. Like, yeah. you're not self-employed. So you're guaranteed a paycheck uh, no matter what happens. With YouTube is a risk, which is why I pray that my kids never grow up and go, yo, daddy, no, I want to be Cuba because I will cry. Do you think <laughs> like, it'll exist? Do you think it would still exist then? I, honestly, I reckon it'll be something bigger or something different. Possibly. But, but like, I, I think it might, be, it might be something completely different entirely. Yeah. Like, they, you never know, man. YouTube might end up being a flipping channel on TV. By the time we're weird. at it, that'd be, uh, I wouldn't, that'd be weird. Imagine TikTok being no, a TV channel. No, 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 I'm no, 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 is a TV channel. No, <laughs> I refuse to. I will move to Mexico, fam. <laughs> no, honestly, it'd be one of those universal channels. Literally, one of those ones. But like, no. in every single station, we have TikTok Mexico. No, 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 TikTok, no, no, no. TikTok.me. No, no, no. To the South Pole it is. To the South Pole. Yeah, uh, now it'll be, t- it'll be TikTok dot... AC? No, that's... No. Hang on. TikTok dot IC. TikTok dot... AN? No. AN is... Argentina. It'd be somewhere. Yeah, no, I, I hope I just haven't given China a good idea of trying to put TikTok on national TV. Please don't. Yeah, that that'd be crazy. Nah, nah, man. Yeah, no, nah, I can't stand TikTok. I can't. I don't. I don't understand how people that do a little bit of dancing and mouthing some singing go viral. Like Charlie D'Amelio is making money. She charges about 
a K to take a photo with her or £600 to do like a dance lesson with her because she's a TikTok fan. Like she, she does TikTok. No, no, that, that's not a job. I don't care who stands it or who says, you know what, if that's the career path that you want to choose, go for it. No, I, I don't allow that. There's no university degree. There's no college degree. There's no secondary school even required for no. you to get famous and make money off of that. that that's not, no, it's not right. You know. People say Instagram can be a career. Like how? I don't know. I'm an Instagram. What's your job? Oh, how? I'm an Instagram influencer. Like what? I hate, the I, fuck? I, I, I hate that word. Influencer. That the only thing you influence is me wanting to gorge my eyes out. Yeah. You know. Well, I don't get it. Oh, because you advertise a bit of makeup products on something like that. Well, there's this wallet company that wants me to advertise their wallets, but they're made out of metal, and I don't like the wallet. Mm. And they were like, yo, Josh, if you accept this now, you can do a giveaway on your channel. But, like, no one's going to want them. They're ugly. I don't want to be an influencer. It's kind of what, with the whole YouTuber, like, obviously YouTuber doesn't really require a degree or any any kind of, like, stuff. I, like, if I set up media, that would probably be pretty useful for that, as I know how media would work in and out to be like, oh, I know how to gain people. I can cheat yeah. the system. I can, I can just meet, work my media magic and be like, hi. But like, there's some skill in that. Like, you know, you've got to learn to edit videos. Yeah. You've got to learn how to record. You've got to learn how to do angles. All right, some YouTubers pay like editors and things as such. Yeah. But I mean, you still started from the beginning of videos. Doing it. Yeah. And you know you're actually ent- you're actually doing more than a fight like thirty second video. It's yeah. not like you're getting money off doing a thirty second dance. TikTok, you TikTok uses yeah. copy copyright music. Copyrighted music exactly. uh, uses um copyrighted dance because some dances can be copyrighted apparently. Yeah, you know it's not original. At least with YouTube, it's a community where they they use each other's ideas, they shout each other out, they support each other. Apart from the ones that beat each other up, cough, cough, Logan Paul and KSI. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's kind of well-deserved. Everyone wanted to see that fight happen. Anyone that was supporting Logan Paul is clearly out of their mind because, you know, I don't know what world you're coming from. That, that man literally... Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm good. I can't wait for the rematch because I, I, if KSI... Is going to be a rematch? I'm going to be Are they, like, friends? They're, like, but, they're like friends now, apparently. Like, they're, like, are they? They, they don't hate each other anymore. It's kind of like, oh, okay. yeah, we're, we're okay now. We're oh, fine. Sure, we let them. We let them the channel the other day. They don't, they don't do their own thing. And they, they went, oh, wait, oh yes, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't hate Logan Paul. He hates Jake Paul. Yeah, it's, it's, the, other, it's yeah, the other one. It's, Jake Paul, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Him and Logan Paul are chill. He hates Jake Paul. Like, seriously hates Jake Paul. I mean, a lot of people do. That's yeah, yeah. I, I definitely like that's, that's understandable. Yeah, yeah. It was the whole thing that he'd done with the North Korean in Korea with the hanging man. Yeah, that was Logan. Uh, oh, that was that. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that was Logan. But, but like I do adjust. Yeah, no, I don't like either of them. Yeah. Yeah, because we'd, 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 we'd die very far away from college. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 well. I mean, that's happened with a lot. I think people will start noticing that. College isn't important. It, it isn't, but it's not much to say. Like, we, not, oh, we, we said it. It's just, it, it's bad. What they're doing is bad. Yeah. We are, we are struggling. Help us. This is a cry mm-hmm. to help. This is a cry yeah. to help. And it is. <laughs> Save us, please. <laughs> but I think, I think this is good, you know, like with lockdown, maybe people are missing this aspect of hearing stupid conversations going yeah. on. And you know what? Maybe this podcast will give it to them, you know. I, I brought it out. I like, caught I mean, maybe we'll feel better. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Maybe we'll put a smile on someone's face. You know that that's that's what we want to do. We're not here to kind of give you depressing details about college. Yeah, we give you a few, but then you got some crazy conversation where we talked about some crazy things. Oh, well, I, I, mean, I have something to say to make someone very happy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but Stop definitely. LGK. Stop the LGK. Oh yeah, that'll, yes. that'll make that'll make him happy. That'll make him yeah. happy. Go on, sub to OGK. Uh, or don't, it's, or don't, it's fine. Or or don't, don't, it's fine. Yeah, no one likes that guy. No one likes Lucas. 
Uh, yeah. And then, uh, we love Lucas. He's done a lot for me at the moment with the whole podcast. So sub to TTUT underscore. Oh, shit. No, it's TTUT podcast. And then the Instagram is TTUT underscore podcast. So any inquiries or questions or when I do the Q&A, that will go on to there. So do go on to that Instagram. And if you don't, then you probably got me on my personal Instagram. And I'll definitely put something on there because I know what some people are like. But yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Finley, for coming. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've enjoyed you this. You're very welcome. This is very, very fun. Yeah, it's, I think I'm definitely going to have you back on the show. I'm going to have a lot of people back on. Because oh, I've yeah. enjoyed this. This is great, you know. It's given me a, so a, a procrastination. <laughs> we've, we've had a bit, yeah. So I will see you later tonight, my friend. See ya. Goodbye, everyone. Peace and love. Peace and love.